If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hi, Todd. And we're talking Bring a Trailer this hour. And we always have some fun picks. I went really expensive this this time, I think. And uh, you went for some American 60s stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Should have a good time today. Yep. So let's start with last week and what what, what things went for. Uh, You had picked a 2000 Lexus GS because this has been somebody had given it as a gift or or you'd given it. I gave it as a a salary guarantee (laughs) to an employee of mine back in uh, 1999 or 2000, something Uh like that. Yeah. Well, this is a 2000 Two, Lexus uh, GS, oh, it was, and it, it sold for only it was you know, in sold for nineteen thousand five hundred. Yeah. How much? Nineteen thousand five hundred. Oh, I wish I'd have gotten off that easy. <laughs> Cost me, I think, <laughs> well, forty-seven thousand. Well, yeah, I say knew this was a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah. but this this given it was a you know, this is a twenty-one year old car, it still sold for a pretty healthy amount of money. Uh, but it was very low mileage and in outstanding condition. Uh, the 72 Lincoln Continental Mark IV that you picked just sold today, and it sold for really only $11,000. And considering this is like a one-family-owned car and really in beautiful condition, 11000 seems low to me, but hey. Yep. Uh, somebody got a deal. Uh, then there was the 1966 Volkswagen single cab transporter that sold for $21,000. And this is the one we talked about. It was a purple, lots of purple, purple and white, two-tone. Right. It had, you know, purple interior. And yes, stuff. I yeah, remember that sold, quite well. Yes, it sold for $21,000. Uh, then there was the 1968 Ford Mustang convertible GT, a beautiful car. It was bid to 34000 It did not sell. Reserve not met. Not surprising, I guess. I think they put a lot of money into that car to make yeah. it as pretty as it was. And I think they really hope to get some more of their money back, but that's not happening. Um, and then you had a 1957 Ford Fairlane uh, 500 Skyliner uh, with a retractable hardtop. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It had been you know, really well restored. It sold for $63,000, and there was a lot of bidding. Wow, 63 63 is a really good number for that car. Yeah. 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 Uh, So, yeah, there was a lot of bidding at the end for that. Now, I had, uh, let's see, what did I have? I had a 1986 Mazda Luce rotary turbo. This was a a JDM, Japanese domestic market car that had been imported here. And uh, this was probably the the flagship of Mazda at the time. It was, you know, it had all the crushed fuller interior, you know, and and every option that you could have had on it. It was, you know, really very nice, but it sold for only $88,850. Uh, then I had picked a 1969 Chevy Camaro uh, Z11 uh, Indy Pace car, and it sold for $68,500. Really? It wants that yeah. much, huh? Yeah, the white with the orange stripes, yeah, and, yeah, the, and the orange it. houndstooth interior, yeah. Uh-huh. 
it was beautiful. Somebody had really done a great job of restor- restoring it. So, you know, uh, that that's why I think the Ford, you know, convertible was only bid to thirty four thousand, but this thing was bid, bid to sixty eight thousand, and it sold. Uh, then I had picked a 1977 Toyota Celica that had been sort of customized. It was sort of in this dark purple metallic color. Uh, it sold for 38500 So somebody liked what somebody did to that car. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, then there was a very rare factory-made 1966 Shelby uh, hood. It was a steel hood instead of a fiberglass hood. There were only a few of these that actually made at the factory, and it sold for $11,500. Wow. The hood. <laughs> that's, so, that's amazing. <laughs> for an American-made car, no less. Uh-huh. There's the hood. Yep. Yeah. Um, then I had picked a 2011 Cadillac CTS V wagon. That was a you, know, you just don't see very many of the wagons anymore. No. Nope. And that sold for a very healthy sixty nine thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That pulled in a buck or two. Yes. And then I had uh, the 1974 Jensen Healy Mark II, which was a sweet little, you know, British convertible, a very, you know, kind of plain looking, but it was really a very nice condition. It had been owned by one family and it was now reserved and sold for 12,300. So whoever was looking for, you know, a Jensen Healy convertible, they got it for a good price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now this week. Now, okay. Now the first car you picked. Is a 1967 Cadillac Eldorado. This and is I, the first first year. I don't year even know why I did this. I'm not sure why I even picked this. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because it's um, the same color as poop, but metallic. <laughs> metallic brown. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. It just to me, it, it kind of seemed like uh, something you'd expect to see Elvis Presley in, except maybe in a convertible version of it. Yeah, well, th- these were one. You know, the, first of all, this was the first year of this new body style, and I think it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it is Cadillac styling at its most powerful. Uh, this was the this was the car that your rich father drove yeah. you know, to to the office. This was a personal luxury coupe. It you know it did it still fit, it still fit the family of five because it's got a gigantic back seat. But this was something that was you know dad drove. Mom had the wagon, but dad drove the the, the Cadillac the Eldorado. Uh, the hidden headlights are stunning and all that. So what does it say? It's finished in metallic, but 67 Eldorado is finished in metallic brown over a beige interior and is powered by a 429 cubic inch V8 paired with a three-speed automatic transmission. It features hideaway headlights, uh, Pertronics electronic ignition, automatic climate control, electric windows, power assisted front brakes, uh, power adjustable bench seat, and a hidden Bluetooth stereo, I guess, for the modern uh, conveniences. Uh, it's in British Columbia, Canada, uh, and the current bid on it is $7,500, and it closes next week, uh, in a week, you know, seven days from, from now. Um, these are, I, I, like I said, I think these are just beautiful cars. Um, there's you know there's nothing I don't like about the styling on these cars. Yeah, and I didn't even notice until right now, but it uh, it is considered a collector car because it has a collector plate from BC on it. That that's right, it does. Uh, and it's really in very nice condition both yeah. inside and out. So I, I you know I have no doubt that it will it will do fairly well on auction. Um, so we'll see how it does. Now the second car you picked is. 
kind of an interesting one. And you, you, you tend to, to pick these kinds of things. This is a, uh, a, 350 power, so it's a it's a Chevy a three uh, three 350 cubic inch V8 powered 37 Ford uh, convertible street rod. So it's a resto mod. That's what they you know it's a so it's it's a beautifully restored thing, but it's been modified to be basically a street racer car. Yeah, uh, I don't like the color, but I could see this thing painted like a um, a metallic dark blue, and mm-hmm. it would look a lot more appropriate to me for the era and the kind of car that it is i don't know right this is it says vanilla pearl is the finish with a tan soft top yeah let me just read what it says here this 1937 style i guess this is just the style of a 1937 ford convertible street rod was built using a gibbons fiberglass reproduction body on a custom chassis and was acquired by the current owner out of South Dakota in 2018, finished in white over beige leatherette uh, upholstery with a tan soft top. The car is powered by a 350 cubic inch V8 uh, Chevy crate engine uh, for which a replacement fuel pump was installed in preparation for the sale. Additional equipment includes a three-speed automatic transmission, uh, Edelbrock carburetor, air conditioning, you got to have that, uh, a Pioneer CD stereo and Boyd Coddington wheels, as well as a power steering, as well as as well as power steering, brakes, seats, uh, windows, and locks. Uh, the street rod is now offered by the seller on behalf of the current owner, with photos and manuals from the build, service records, a California car cover. I guess it's the name of the company, California Car Cover, and was uh, and with a, a reconstructed North Carolina title. In the name in the owner's name that describes the vehicle as a specialty constructed 1937 Ford street rod. Yep. So it's uh, got a it's in North Carolina and has a North Carolina title. Well, and don't you just love anything that has beige leatherette? (laughs) You've got to have it. Well, uh, you know, bidding is open. It's been open for a while, and there's no bids yet. (laughs) Well. We'll see how this goes in the in the end. There's a there's only a few comments, so maybe people haven't picked up on it yet. Uh, then the next one is a piece of Detroit uh, history and really gorgeous car. It's a 1964 Pontiac GTO convertible. You knew I couldn't leave this alone. No, I mean I I hate the fact that it's what black. It's black, yes. But um, this car is definitely made for the Blues Brothers. <laughs> you can see them driving down the street. I can in this? see them driving down the street in this with the top up or down. Uh huh. With loud music. Very honestly, loud music. again, if I could change the color, which is mm-hmm. easy to do, uh, I'd love having this car. Yeah, I'm sure that, you know changing the color isn't that hard on cars like this. Uh, so it says this 1964 Pontiac GTO convertible was built on December 30th, 1963 in Fremont, California. By the way, that's Tesla's factory. Mm. <laughs> it is now. I mean, it, and was first delivered uh, to Ulrich Pontiac of Culver City, California, and is said to have remained in the state until it was acquired by the seller and moved to Indiana mm, in 2013, where it underwent a refurbishment that was completed in 2014. The car is finished. Finished in black with a uh, with a uh, vinyl upholstery, 
uh, and a power operated soft top. Power comes from a replacement overboard uh, 398 cubic inch uh, V8 paired with a replacement Muncie four speed manual transmission. Uh, features include tri power induction, uh, you know, 3.9 to 1 uh, safety track. I love how they spell it SAF T track. Differential power assisted steering, uh, reverse lights. I guess that was an option. A center console, a Hurst shifter, and a Delco push button AM radio. Uh, this GTO is certified concourse gold by the GTO Association of America and is now offered with a clean copy of the build sheet, refurbishment photos, car show awards, and a clean Indiana title in the seller's name. Uh, bidding in, just opened today, and the current bid is 29000 In those refurbishment photos, you'll see it uh, uh, sitting on the street without the entire engine compartment, uh, just the engine and the wheels. You know, right. um, and uh, you can tell this son of a gun has some power. It does, and somebody spent a lot of money on it. Yep. And he spent a lot of money to make it look this pretty. Yep. <laughs> All it needs is air conditioning, and it'd be a perfect car for the Valley. Right, especially <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, I, and, I, and I'm looking at the original, some of the photos. It looks like it was red originally. Hmm. You know, so that that's, looks like what it was originally. I, sh- I see it being loaded into a, a truck trailer, I guess, uh, you know, on its way to the body shop is one of the photos. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, the, my next car, um, actually, uh, you picked one very similar to this not that long ago, I think. Um, but it's I a did. Datsun 280Z 5-speed from 1977. And uh, looks like but, it's in pretty good shape. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it more after the break. I think we're coming up on a break yep. soon. So let's talk about that after the break. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHeb Radio, and we're talking Bring a Trailer this hour. It's Todd Bianco, talking cars and trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMillan. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. And we're talking Bring a Trailer this hour. And just before the break, we, we talked about what this car is. This is the 1977 Datsun 280Z 5-speed. It's gold, another one of your favorite colors. Yep. <laughs> Actually, it says beige metallic. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that's what it is. So let's see what it says here. That this uh, 1977 Datsun 280Z is finished in beige metallic over cream vinyl, and is powered by a fuel-injected 2.8-liter inline-six paired with a five-speed manual transmission. Equipment includes air conditioning and aftermarket Pioneer uh, cassette stereo, uh, and 15-inch alloy wheels. The car was purchased new from from Independence Datsun of Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep, but now it lives in Paramus, New Jersey, which I yes, found out does. yesterday is the number one state that people want to live in, uh, according to a survey really? done by Wallet Hub, which blew my mind. Yeah. Paramus, New Jersey? Uh, well, New Jersey, yeah. Really? Mm. Yeah, mm. right? That's, a, that's surprising, aren't, yeah. Aren't you just edging to go? I have a friend that lives in New Jersey at the, at the beach, no less, and he wants to get out. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, <laughs> I guess you should let him know that there might be a lot of people wanting to come, so maybe he can hike the price on his place and sell it. Uh, yeah, I mean, have you seen the property taxes there? They're, oh, dear. Yeah. And they're, they're killers. All right, so th- that that's neither here nor there for this car. Uh, it uh, Let's see. Uh, it was later acquired in 2014 by the seller. Service in 2016 included replacement of the front uh, strut assemblies, fuel filler, and uh, alternator belt, as well as the front brake calipers, pads, and rotors. Uh, its 280Z is now offered with factory co- uh, wheel covers, uh, service records in the manufacturer's literature, and a New Jersey title in the seller's name. Hmm. All righty. Uh, bidding's already at $15,000 and the, uh, the the auction closes in six days. All right. And then your, I think this is your last big, but uh, this is a 1969 Pontiac GTO convertible. Another black car, but it has a white top and a beige interior. Yep. And let's see what it says here. It says, this 1969 Pontiac GTO convertible was delivered new to Star Pontiac of Washington, D.C., and is said to have undergone a refurbishment uh, sometime during previous ownership. It was acquired by the current owner approximately two years ago and is finished in starlight black uh, with a power-operated ivory Ivory, I looked white to me. Okay, ivory soft top over parchment vinyl. Power is provided by a numbers matching 400 cubic inch V8 paired with a four speed manual transmission. Additional features include a push button AM FM radio, which was a big deal back then, by the mm-hmm. way, with an eight track uh, player. Uh, that was their top of the line, I'm sure, you know, stereo. Um, and, if, you, uh, if you threw a bucket of blue paint on this thing, I would yeah. say you'll see. The Brady family from the Brady Bunch uh, driving down the road in it. This is what the daddy would drive, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Michael Brady would have that. Yep. Okay. Let's uh, see. Uh, the AMFM with a track, a hood-mounted tachometer, hideaway headlights, which I always love, power-assisted steering and front brakes, and electric windows. Now, it doesn't have air conditioning. So that's a tough thing. It's a tough sell for the, for, for, for the Coachella Valley these days. Yeah. Uh, you, you need air conditioning. Uh, by the way, one, one of the articles that I, I talked about uh, during my news was that General Motors is going to stop putting that start-stop feature uh, on some of their uh, SUVs and trucks, the ones that we hate so much. Uh, the, you know, have you been in a car that has stop-start and that you know when you come to the, st- uh, the you know, stoplight, uh, the engine goes off and then restarts as soon as you uh, you know let go of the brake or press the, pe- the gas pedal? No. You haven't? No. Oh, all new, almost all new cars have it. It's horrible. I hate it well, because what happens is is that it puts the uh, it puts the AC into econ mode during the entire time you're at the stoplight. Weird. Do you know what that does in the Coachella Valley during when it's 120 outside? Yeah, you melt. It, it turns your car stop. into an oven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we. we, we Who was the horse's I'll, ass the start, that came up with that idea? It's well. They supposedly it increases fuel economy, but I, real world, I don't think anybody really notices that, that there's that big of a difference. You know, you can. You know tr- how you fix the most, fuel economy problem here in the Coachella Valley? You'd get them to actually figure out how to set the stoplights from one block to the next. You'd think. Yeah. Sunrise is a good example of that. <laughs> so is 111. So is yeah. Ramon. So is Vistachino. Indian, yeah, they're all you know, they're all terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It, Indian it's, Canyon. It's, 
yeah. Palm Canyon, all of them. I yeah, I don't know why they are like that. I mean, you know, because uh, they are around here. Uh, when I go early in the morning, I can I can fly through maybe a dozen lights uh, that are all green at the same time. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll see. This is a big gooding. It's at 31,000 already. Uh, it closes in six days and where it goes. Uh, it's, we're close to a break. So uh, my picks are right after this. This is Todd Bianco with uh, John McClellan. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHeart Radio. We'll be right back. Detroit and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMillan. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. And we're going to start with my bring a trailer picks. And my first one is a 1965 Lamborghini 350 GT alloy bodied. I've never seen one of these before, and apparently they're exceedingly rare. Uh, it's just the weird, it has sort of a weird no, nose to it, and it has sort of like that fastback uh, styling to the, to the you know, the roof. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, I think it's a beauty, but it's, wow. Yeah. It says that. This 1965 Lamborghini 350 GT is one of 120 examples of the manufacturer's first production model that was completed between 1964 and early 1965 before delivery. To, that's a long time for it to be completed. I guess it was all done by hand uh, before delivery to its first owner in Parma, Italy. Uh, restoration was carried out in the 90s, including uh, rebuilding of its numbers matching 3.5 liter quad cam V12 uh, and six twin uh, and six twin choke carburetors. Wow! So it has six carburetors. <laughs> wow! Is <laughs> uh, uh, at the shop? Uh, let's see. Uh, at the at the shop of former Lamborghini test driver uh, and 350GT developer Bob Wallace. So it was at you know, the, the the man, the shop who developed the car. Uh, alloy bodywork has been repaired, uh, repainted in black. And features a, include a ZF five-speed manual uh, transmission, a limited slip differential, four-wheel independent suspension, servo-assisted disc brakes, uh, Barani uh, wire wheels, and tan leather interior. Car is said to have earned concourse awards at Amelia Island, which is a really big deal. Meadowbrook's another big deal, and Cincinnati in the in the late 90s. Uh, this 350 GT is offered by the selling dealer with a copy of its factory build uh, and test sheets, uh, restora uh, restoration records and photos, and a clean Texas title. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's fun looking at the correspondence, you know, between Italy and the United States, and you know how they, you know, wrote things back then, and you know, uh, there's there's just some great letters to read in this, but the the car is in you know stunning, you know, re- restored condition. Uh, you know, there's just really nothing wrong with this car. Yeah, and is and like I said, it's exceedingly rare. Um, so I mean, you know, the, the everything you know, from the underbody to the, the the engine to the interior, everything is just perfectly done. Uh, and I think this car even had air conditioning, which I thought was kind of interesting for a car of this vintage. Let me just look to see what it says here. No, it doesn't say air conditioning. I thought it did. Maybe the Ferrari I was looking at did. But uh, let's see. A uh, bidding is at three hundred fifty-three thousand. And it ends in uh, two days. It's going to have to go be more than that for it to go, though. I think it's going to have to be at least half a million. You have two vehicles this week, um, including this one, that appear to be from the same seller. Yes. Uh, oftentimes that happens. That The dealer decides to get rid of some of the cars yeah. that they have. Because they're both uh, photographed in front of the same wall. <laughs> Well, you know, if it looks pretty background, yeah, it looks pretty again. Yeah. Okay. The next one I, I, I picked was a midnight purple. Again, purple has been a you know, popular color the last couple of weeks. A midnight purple two, 1999 Nissan Skyline GTR V spec. Yeah, this I'm wondering if I that, could just trade my uh, Nissan Kicks for this. Well, this is a car that was never uh, imported to the United States. This is a Japanese domestic market car, uh, and they're, they're they're legendary. By the way, these 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 cars were, you know, legend legendary in Japan and around the world uh, for their handling and how fast they were and what great cars they Why were. Why didn't they make this for the American market? Because I have a very hard time believing that it wouldn't sell well. Well, they, they, they do sell the uh, GTR now, but it's not called Skyline. It's just called the GTR. And, mm. uh, you know, it's fairly low volume, but they never sold these. The, these were highly, highly coveted. And this one in this spec is particularly highly coveted. But it's it's interesting because, you know, it's, it's a 1999, which means it's not legal here, except for demonstration and display purposes. Yeah, but that's only for like three more years. Right. They're, 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 they're counting down the clock on this one. So let's see what it says. It says this 1999 Nissan Skyline GTR is one of 282 R34 V spec examples finished in midnight purple two and is powered by a twin turbo 2.6 liter inline six paired with a six speed manual gearbox. Additional features include AT Atessa, ATESSA all wheel drive, uh, electronically controlled limited slip uh, rear differential. Uh, HICAS rear steering. Um, I don't know if it's pronounced Hikas. Uh, Brembo brakes, which is uh, the Italian brakes, which are very good. 18-inch wheels, front and rear spoilers, uh, carbon fiber uh, rear diffuser, expensive. Automatic climate control, a multifunction LCD and cassette stereo. Uh, the car was imported by the U- to the U.S. by the seller in the summer of 2020 under the NHTSA show or display exemption. Uh, and service uh, the following December included fuel injector rebuilds and installation of Olin's 
coilovers, as well as, I don't know what that is, as well as replacement of the timing and accessory uh, drive belts, water pump, valve cover, spark plugs, and fluids. This right-hand drive uh, uh, R34 is now offered with show and display paperwork, service records, and a clean Colorado title. And somebody really, really, really wants it because... Look where the bid currently stands. Oh, yeah. It's at $251,034. Of course, the 34 stands for the 34 R34V spec. This is another, you know, bring a trailer, you know, quirk that they do. Like I said, these are highly coveted and extremely rare. And this will go for uh, a lot of money. Yeah, right. you know, it's it's not it's not going to be cheap because well, first of all, there's there's how many of them in the United States? You know, just a handful of them, uh, and this and this particular version of it because it's not 25 years old yet uh, is is simply you know unheard of here, except for I guess under this particular right because uh, it's not street legal. Yeah, exactly. It's just you know you can display it. Yeah. you can drive it, and to in the a display. few more years, you can drive it. That's right. It has about uh, 64,000 kilometers, which is 40,000 miles. Uh, and uh, it says it has a Getrag, which is interesting, which is, which is a German six-speed manual transmission. It's good stuff. R- rubberized gray, gray cloth upholstery. Oh, yeah. I'm just mad that in all of the Nissans that I've owned, it, the uh, Midnight Purple has never been an option. It's a pretty cool color, isn't it? It is. It's a beautiful color. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, purple purple is in these days. Okay, uh, let's see what my next pick is. Another expensive one. This is uh, a 32 mile. <laughs> so basically, they bought it and, and stuck it for, in storage. Uh, 2003 BMW Alpina uh, Roadster V8. Now the Z8s are already going for huge bucks, and this is a Z8 that's uh, tuned by Alpina for BMW. So these are even it says uh, this 2003 BMW Alpina Roadster uh, is number 151 of 555 examples produced and finished in jet black over Napa uh, over black Napa leather. Power comes from an Alpina tuned 4.8 liter V8 uh, paired with the five-speed uh, Switchtronic automatic transmission and a limited slip differential and equipment includes a removable hard top a black soft top remote entry a harman kardon audio air conditioning uh, and alpina tuned suspension and staggered with 20 inch wheels the car spent time in several collections of course before it was acquired by the selling dealer in may of uh, 2021 this is the same dealer in texas right uh, yep. and is n- and now has just 32 miles. This Alpina Roadster is offered in Texas with this window sticker, uh, a stand for the so- – it says soft top. It's a stand for the hard top uh, and a wind deflector. Uh, BMW branded accessories, uh, a clean car factory port. I mean, how could it not have a clean car factory port? <laughs> and a clean Ohio title. <laughs> I mean, when it only has 32 miles on it, how could have, you know, it's unlikely that it's been wrecked. Um, but the, uh, let's see what the original. Well, at least they've used two gallons of gas, at least. <laughs> yeah, but but that, that, you know, that you actually have to take care of because, you, you know, the gas just can't sit forever. It has to be either removed or stabilized or something. Uh, this was uh, originally, sticker price was thirteen $139,295. Uh, you know, it gets a whopping 14 miles per gallon in the city and 21 on the highway, but it doesn't. Who cares that it was never driven? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, the, these are, uh, like I said, they're highly collectible now. These have really started to go up in price. Uh, 250000 is the current bid, and it ends in seven days, so a week from today. You know, if I'm convinced after looking at your cars today that if the Batmobile were up for sale, you'd have put it on here too. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a... It, it, it's it's got a lot of interesting things, including a hood and a and a, and a you know a transaxle from James Dean Porsche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was they were also selling a toolkit. I saw one of the sale th- items. Somebody was selling a toolkit from a Jaguar XKE. Did James Dean have anything to do with it? <laughs> no, no. But but still, I mean, you know, original factory tools. I guess yeah. that came with the car. I, who knows? So you know, somebody's going to buy that because they have the Jaguar and they they don't have the toolkit. And they're going to buy it because they need the toolkit, mm-hmm. you know, to complete their collection. <laughs> okay, and uh, my next pick is is because of it's it's the fifty thousands car to be on sale at Bring a Trailer. Wow. And it's a 2008 Bugatti Veyron uh, 16.4. Um, the current bid is a million one thousand dollars, and it ends in nine days. I picked it because Good it was God. the you know number fifty thousand. People, people and it's have a Bugatti. People there just have, aren't that many of them. Yeah, people have no. They just they have nothing else to spend their money on. Clearly, it, apparently that's true, John. <laughs> Yeah, so let's see what this says. This 2008 Bugatti Veyron uh, 16.4 is the 89th of 252 coupes produced in the model's original configuration between 2005 and 2011 and is the 29th of just 76 built for delivery to the U.S. It is powered by a quad turbocharged 8-liter W16 uh, engine uh, with four valves per cylinder and sends a factory rated 897 horsepower to all four wheels for a, via a Ricardo, a seven-speed dual-clutch transmission, and a Halidex traction control system. Finished in beluga black over black, the car also features adaptive boost uh, pressure fuel injection, dry sump engine, and gearbox lubrication. 10 radiators it gets hot uh carbon fiber i mean carbon ceramic brakes with titanium calipers expensive uh carbon fiber monocroc uh, a rear wing that serves as an air brake uh conical wheels mounted in special michelin packs by the way they're special for this car to buy them i forgot what it is it's like you know twenty thousand each uh the car was acquired in, in 2011 by the current owner who has added 1,000 miles of the 8,000 miles on the car uh, the Veyron uh, 16.4 is now offered by the seller on behalf of the current owner with a clean Carfax report. Uh, it's in Los Angeles. Yep. It's probably some bozo who lives in Bel Air or Beverly Hills and, and you know, just has toys to spare. Apparently so. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple more what, what, cars. You know what also surprised me? Um, I are, didn't are realize. Break? Uh, yeah, we are. We gotta we go. So let, let's talk a little bit more after the break about this car. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. Todd Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. 
Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. And before the break, we were talking about this Bugatti Veyron that's on uh, sale right, or that's on auction right now. Bring a trailer. I looked it up. That the the Michelin uh, uh, Pax tires on the car cost ten thousand dollars each. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what surprised me? I had no idea that this is a um, uh, division now of Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Yeah, Volkswagen. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. They want to get rid of it. They want to. They want to trade it uh, to. Uh, they want to give it to uh, Rimac in exchange for a, a controlling uh, ownership of Rimac. Um, but I don't know what Rimac wants with that. I guess they would electrify the entire thing. Uh, yeah, a s- standard service is uh, well, each wheel is at twelve thousand dollars, and if you standard service is twenty one thousand dollars, and if you add wheels to it, it's about seventy two thousand. Well, I tell you I mean, what, I, I just I just got an invite in the mail today for uh, free nights at the Agua Caliente Ranch Mirage uh, Casino Resort Spa Hotel, and maybe I'll go over there. What they'll do is they'll try and woo me down to the casino. <laughs> I'll drop some coin in one of the one armed bandits, and then I'll hit the jackpot, and then let's go buy it. No. No, I don't even. I don't even want it. I mean, you know, the, the ongoing service and you can, the insurance it's got to be insane on the car. You think? Yeah, it has to be. You know, stuck in some factory. You know, somebody's. You know, private. You know, climate controlled garage with their own full time mechanic that looks after these things. <laughs> and that's how the that's how this shit works like that. I mean, yeah. You know. All right, um, let's go to my next car, which is a 1976 Mercedes-Benz 450 SEL. I picked it because this one is in absolute immaculate condition. Uh, This was the flagship of Mercedes. Uh, And uh, if you look at, they they even have the... uh, um, you know, the original uh, sticker on this car, and it's like $32,000 or something, which was really expensive back then. And it actually says Mercedes-Benz, you know, the finest automobiles in the world. And they really were back then. I mean, these, you know, these things were, these, these were done by engineers and they were built to a price. In other words, it didn't matter what it cost. Whatever it cost to build what the engineers told them they did, that's what they did. And then they priced it and sold it and people bought it. Huh. You know, that doesn't work that way anymore, but that's the way it used to work. So it says this 1976 Mercedes 450 SEL is finished in classic white over tobacco leather upholstery and was powered by and is powered by a 4.5 liter V8 paired with a three speed automatic transmission. Equipment includes air conditioning, cruise control, tinted glass, uh, Becker uh, Mexico stereo, a cassette stereo and an automatic antenna. The car was first delivered to Continental Imports of Reno, Nevada, and registered to Donald Carano, the founder of Ferrari Carano Vineyards and Winery, and and remained registered to his company through its recent acquisition by the selling dealer. Subsequent service include an oil change, a coolant flush, brake brake fluid flush, an overhaul of the fuel system, service of the air conditioning system, and replacement of the tires and ignition components. Uh, it shows 52,000 miles and is offered at no reserve in Nevada with recent service records. Uh, and it has a clean California title. Go figure. Uh, but uh, there's nothing wrong with this car. Inside and out. And this was the flagship of Mercedes-Benz. And it's only, you know, the current bid is $5,000 and it closes in five days. But it won't sell for that much. But this was this was a... This was a really special car back then because if you had it, you had money. Yeah. You know, 
uh, you know, you could afford something like this. You could afford the finest, you know, car in the world, according to Mercedes-Benz. And again, they were engineered to be that way. And these were way over-engineered cars. Uh, and that's what's that's what you loved about them is that they, you know, the Mercedes engineers knew, you know, what they were doing. Here it is, Mercedes-Benz, uh, the finest uh, motor car world's finest motor car and the original suggested retail price was 22,801 with a delivery fee of only $48. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but almost everything was essentially standard on this car. There was you know, they list these things as optionals, but they they, they really weren't and they just you know put one price for it. So yeah, I think that that's uh, it's pretty special. Mhm. I think it's going to go it's not going to go for a lot, but I I it just it's flawless. It's beautiful uh, to me, at any rate. <clears throat> and uh, let's see, my last pick. Very uh, interesting. Yes. I quite haven't seen something like this. This is a, a 1960 Morris Minor Traveler, which I've seen before, but it didn't come with the 1955 Baycraft hydroplane and, and the trailer for the boat. I got to tell you, when I was a kid, <laughs> Uh, I used to see these boats all the time because uh, a couple of them hung in the boathouse at my grandparents' home uh, on Lake Whatcom up in Billingham, Washington. Hmm. And that's because my father uh, used to be designated as US-1. He was somebody who, uh, in his um, teens and early 20s, raced these boats. In fact, he really? raced with a lot of guys who went on to become uh, unlimited class hydroplane professionals. Uh, you know, I would think this thing is fast. So let's see what this says. It says, this 1960 Morris Minor Traveler is a left-hand drive wagon that was refurbished and, re- and modified under previous ownership in Washington and was subsequently acquired by the seller in 2015 along with a 1955 Baycraft hydroplane on a matching trailer. The car is finished in green with uh, a varnished oak trim and is powered by a 1.4 liter Nissan A14 inline four paired with a four speed manual transmission and uh, a narrowed Ford eight inch rear end. In other words, it probably drives a whole lot better than the original car. Uh, A new battery was fitted in 2019. An oil gauge line was repaired in 2020. This car and boat and trailer package was listed on Bring a Trailer in September 2020 and is now offered at no reserve with partial service records, spare parts, owners and shop manuals and a Virginia title. So it made its way from Washington to Virginia. Not a bad deal, probably. Yeah, I, I don't I think mean, it's going to sell. 10500 right now? That's not that uh, yeah, much. Yeah, 10500 for both isn't bad. Uh, it sold The last time it sold it for 17000 The total, the total package. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... I, uh, I still remember a photograph uh, from my dad's collection of photos from him out racing where he's actually out on Puget Sound and uh, uh, at a, a place called Redondo, and uh, his boat is probably about 15 feet in the air uh, and turned upside down with him in it. <laughs> Pretty crazy stuff. It is. Uh, this is uh, Todd Bianco with John McBullen. I've had a lot of fun this hour, John. Uh, we were talking Bring a Trailer, and we'll do it again next week. Uh, and uh, this is all wrapped up on iHub Radio. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 